Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 59. Don't forget to go to the website, AverageJoeShow.com. And, of course, the email is talk at AverageJoeShow.com. And on Twitter, Average Joe Show. I'm Corey Shrett. And, of course, joining me this week, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on? Hey, Corey. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How's the weather been over there? Freaking cold. It's ridiculous how cold it was. Yesterday we had like these real crazy windstorms, and this and like the uh, wind chill was down in the single digits. Mm. It got to zero last night, and early this morning it was like 24 degrees with a wind chill of three. It was just ridiculously cold. You have, so you have something to look forward to. Yeah, fuck you very much. <laughs> I, I do what I can. <laughs> Well, we're talking about weather here. Of course, joining us this week uh, is our guest host uh, from Ben's Tech Show, Ben Straw. Ben, how's your weather doing over there? Well, I have to say it was fucking cold too. And I had it before Ward, so I just shoved it. I was like, ooh, Ward's going to have it tomorrow. All right, great. And boy, was it a fucking horrible day also. Oh, man. Let's just say – you know, when you have a diesel truck, you drive a diesel truck, the fucking fuel gels. And it's not pleasant when you're driving 45 miles an hour on a highway and having people beep all the horns at you. No. And then, and then having to take it to the dealership and them going, well, nothing's wrong with it. Well, of course there's nothing wrong with it. It's warmed up. <laughs> fucking idiots. I know. So that, that was my. Yeah, I drove it all the way here, so I, I can't imagine why the hell it wouldn't be. Uh... Yeah. It, for for some reason, apparently diesel trucks love to have gelled, you know, fuel, and then once you have gelled fuel, it does not want to have power whatsoever, so it doesn't go past forty five miles an hour. Damn. Stupid. That is stupid. I mean. That... <laughs> And of, course, and of course, you know, I'd be one of those assholes honking at you too. Be like, why the fuck are you doing 45? The speed limit's 65, 70. Well, that, that's nothing. You should have seen the woman that was behind me. Okay, this woman, I'm not really prejudiced or, or anything like that. But this black woman behind me got out of her Dodge Cal- Caliber or something like that. Expensive looking car. Mink coat, all furred up. And they're probably getting child support from her 50 million children uh, and probably paid for that mink coat. And her windows were so fogged up it wasn't even funny. She had to drive 50 miles to go to the goddamn Dodge dealership because, you know, Dodge shut down most of their um, their sales places. And so you have to drive somewhere to actually get it serviced, which is pretty stupid. And she she had to go down the highway with all four windows down, and it, it was in doing 25 miles an hour down the highway. Oh, I felt a little bit better. <laughs> so 
it wasn't at least my day wasn't that bad and not as bad as that woman oh jesus but my week's been horrible you know it it, it didn't start with that so <laughs> I, I don't want to go any farther than that let's just hope it ends with that you know uh well the nice thing is is you know i got as if you've been following me on twitter my car broke down and had to borrow money and stuff like that and car got fixed Thank God it fixed all the problems that was wrong with the car. And uh, my brother's fixing the brakes and I've got, you know, money has come in that I didn't have to borrow. And it just actually turned out a pretty good, pretty good week. <laughs> well, hopefully can't, can't not complain. Well, no, you better not complain. And, 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 and I'm, I'm not complaining because I'm on here on Average Joe Show, so. Well, speaking of average Joe show, let's start off with some stories this week. Uh, Hold on, before we do stories, I got one more thing. I got to do a shout out real quick. Go ahead. Did you see the uh, the link from um, uh, Barb? Uh, well, no, I did not. Okay, we check have a f- yeah. Check Twitter. We had a uh, a, f- a fan of the show. Uh, once again, Mr. Byer Brown, he did us this awesome graphic for Chris for our oh, Christmas episode. I did. He sent me the link in Facebook. It is awesome. And for the record, me that's the first time I even put a little comment there. It's the first time me and Ward have actually been shown together. Same, yeah, together. And we are some scary looking motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you are. I, I'm damn good looking. And and and, and Bauer didn't have. He, he told me he had to work on you. To, to make you look kind of human. No, no. You know what scares me is I look I look like a fucking stalker because it had my I have a picture of my Zune up and it's got a picture of Barb in the Zune. Well, maybe you're stark, stalking Barb. I, I'm not even in the picture. I'm surprised. I got my logo for Ben's Tech Show on there. I, I, well, I, he probably I, didn't have a picture of you. you I, I, <laughs> on uh, on the about page, I actually do have a, a picture of myself. I well, think. I, I guess we're sorry that Byer didn't do a whole lot of work. Um, <laughs> either that, no, that, or you that could, either that, that you couldn't Photoshop your face in. Somehow. That thing looks uh, phenomenal. I, I was looks beautiful. I, I couldn't be any more happy. And and you know that that just goes back to the power of the community, and and we do appreciate that. Uh, so when uh, I got it through Facebook, also, and, and Byer sent it to me, and I told him then I said I am gonna you know. I am going to give you a shout out on the show tonight because that's just phenomenal and and it is very much appreciated by uh, I can and I'm and I'm speaking for Corey when I say it that, that we think it's awesome. Oh hell yeah! Oh yes, it is. Definitely, yeah. We'll put a link to that in the Average Joe Show uh, stories this week because it it was it was just amazing. I I really liked it. It's and and you know we 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 try to coax Byer Brown on the show, but if you guys have been following uh, us, he works. He works Friday nights, and we record on Friday evenings. He works till like midnight, and he's trying to, you know, switch a day off with somebody so he can come on and do the show with us. So this well, is his way of, uh, you know, making up for that. Well, he sent me a note today that said that uh, in January his he's hoping that his schedule is going to change and he'll let us know. But he's he's hoping that sometime after January that he'll be able to get on. And I, you know, and I, I encourage everybody to to suck it up, put on a mic, and get online with us because it's just a it's just a good time. Well, if me, if me and Warwick could sit here and bullshit for an hour about nothing, anyone can. I can go for more than an hour. We, you we have. have to, we have to trim me down. <laughs> <laughs> Little manscaping there? you damn right. Got to get a pair of hedge cutters. <laughs> Moving on. First story of the night. Just, just no segue, no transition. Just let's get going. 
uh, Dick Cheney is, uh, you know, got some criticism, his, uh, criticism, good reading here, against uh, President Obama, yet once again calling the decision to try the 9-11 mastermind, and I'm going to get it wrong, Khalid, would it, come on, Ward, you say it. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Yep. Matt, uh, you know. They abbreviate, hit- they abbreviate it KSM, so you can't say KSM. KSM, it's like a radio station. Yes. Well, the KSM Baghdad. He's he's, <laughs> call, he's, call, he's calling the decision to try him in in New York a huge mistake. And it is. It's okay. it's a ridiculous mistake. It's going to cost the city of New York a ton of money in security. Uh, they're basically going to parade these jackasses into a couple blocks away from Ground Zero, uh, and. They're going to come in and they're going to give them a public platform to spew their anti-American rhetoric, you know, spit in the face of the victims' families on American soil. It's number one. Number two, it's going to allow uh, the defense attorneys the ability to expose all of the uh, advanced interrogation techniques that were used against him. So now our enemies know what they can expect. You know, the fact that everybody knows they were waterboarded. Okay, great. You're waterboarded. But, you know, there was probably other stuff done. And I don't care. If if them waterboarding this prick for a, a, a month or whatever it was pr- prevented one American death, it was worth it. And mm-hmm. if it was me on the... Uh, interrogation end, it wouldn't just be waterboarding, it'd be waterboarding with a side of electricity. Because I would be juicing this son of a bitch. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. You know, that everybody has to have sympathy for these cocksuckers who went in and killed Americans. Why don't, why don't you get it through your fucking head? They killed Americans. Oh yeah. They attacked our country. They're fucking war criminals. They shouldn't be tried on American soil. They should be, if you don't want to try them in Gitmo, send them to the fucking Hague. Try them as war criminals because that's what they did. They committed an act of fucking war against the United States. Now, can I ask you a question? You, uh, you guys been in, have been in the military. Now, if uh, somebody goes AWOL uh, within the military or any branch of uh, a government, uh, uh, whatever they call it, um, what actually happens to them? They get tried in a – it's a military tribunal or a court-martial, same mm-hmm. thing. And if they're found guilty, depending on, on the infraction, they are sent to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas to make little rocks out of big ones. Okay. So now let me ask you this question. Does it go to any court besides the military tribunal? No. Well, then why the fuck are they trying to parade this asshole or these assholes in front of a court like the Supreme Court or some shit like that? Why aren't they quite, try- Yeah, I, I totally agree. You're, you're asking a perfectly legitimate question that nobody can answer. Uh, now, think about how much money, how much money the city of New York is going to have to pay to protect this piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not- not only that, I mean, how many fucking terrorists are going to say, hey, let's take this opportunity to blow up that fucking courthouse? Yeah. You know, so now we're having to, to have bomb sniffing dogs and people just so these assholes can get a trial that's going to be a fucking spectacle for the United States. A fair trial. 
Sorry. I'll give him a fair trial. I think what we should do, and and everybody write in, tell us what you think. I think what we should do is take these cocksuckers to Ground Zero, right? Plant a fucking stake where, where the World Trade Center used to be. Chain these bastards up to it. Bring all the, the families of the victims in and let them drive golf balls at these cocksuckers until they're dead. No, no, no. I got something. I got something even better. Okay. Hanging. Okay. And then have the families come out with guns and shoot these motherfuckers while they're hanging. They're strangling to death. No, no, no. I got an even better one. You, I, I'm, I'm all with you with the hanging thing. We hang them and then we give the family sticks and let them beat them like a fucking pinata. <laughs> Might as well just get to the whole entire country. This is a pinata terrorist. It, it, it'd be, it'd actually be pretty cool. For, it'd be a media frenzy, but it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'd, I'd come, do it. Come, come and beat the terrorists. I'd do it. Wouldn't have a. Uh, there wouldn't be a we're, sorry we're, bone in my body. Wouldn't think twice about it. Well, and, and then the on, on the other hand, you got the the seals that get busted for giving a terrorist who killed contractors, killed them, lit their bodies on fire and burned them and then hung them on a bridge. They give the bastard a fat lip and they want it. And and the fucking Obama administration wants to hang them out to dry because they didn't treat uh, prisoners correctly. He gave them a fat lip. This guy killed, this guy was the, the head of the group that killed three American citizens Mm-hmm. lit them on fire and hung them on a bridge after he drug them through time. Now the seal gave him a bloody lip and they wanted to give him a, uh, what's it called? It's an admiral's mask, which is basically non-judicial punishment. Okay. Yeah. So they, they get what's called an article 15 and it's basically a, it's more or less a slap on the wrist, but it goes in your permanent record. And they said, no, we demand a court martial. If you're going to do this, we want a court-martial. Yeah. Because if we did something that's that damn wrong, we want a court-martial. And I don't think they should give him a court-martial. I think they should give him the fucking Navy Cross. Then, guys, what they did was a, an act of fucking heroism. They, they went out and they caught a, a known terrorist, a known killer of Americans, and they brought him to justice. Yeah. How in the hell, in, in any fucking twisted mentality, do you not say... This is wrong. Yeah. This, a, this is something that shouldn't be prosecuted. I've got a question. Is there anybody in the Obama administration, and I am totally sorry for this. I'm, I'm definitely regretting this. I wish Hillary Clinton was president. Obama, ah. But, well, at least she has more sense than Obama right now. But um, is anybody on that seat or, or somewhere in the freaking government – have a military record anymore? Do they even know the military laws? Well, I'm sure Gates probably does. Well, I think in order to to be the Secretary of Defense, I think you kind of have to be. I'm not sure. I, and if I'm wrong, somebody can correct me. But I th- I think Gates should at least. Well, he he gets a vote about this, but you know the president's the final decision. I mean, yeah. even the president's of advisors. Are they just technology advisors or, or techno, tech? What are they? Most, advisors of ass or something like this? Most of Obama's advisors are communists. Excuse me, they're not communists. Communists, uh, and don't send me letters. And it, they're socialists. Okay, they want to turn us into to the next uh, Venezuela. 
and they want to promote uh, Obama to fucking Lord and Master or whatever the piss you're going to call them. They, it's ridiculous. They, they, they're spending money like there's no tomorrow. And you know why they're doing that? Because the Democrats know that in 2010, when the election hits, they're going to lose all the power that they have right now. Mm-hmm. And so they're scrambling. Nancy Pelosi's scrambling. Harry Reid's scrambling. And they should be. Because what they're doing to the American people with this health care bill is a fucking travesty. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. The American people don't want it. 71% of the American people do not want this health care bill, but yet they're forcing it down our throats. Yeah. So. It, it, and the way it should go is if 51% say no, it's no. We don't get a vote on it. it should be, there should be a general election. Make a special election, have people go out and vote if they want this to proceed or not. And it gets shot down. The amount of money and time we're spending in Congress and in the Senate debating on a bill that should, that the American people don't want, when they could be actually working on something that the American people do want, like helping our fucking troops, they could actually be accomplishing something instead of something the American people don't want or need. Yeah. I'm off my soapbox now. Corey, are you going to talk at all? I mean, it's been me and Ben for the last 20 minutes. Actually, it's been you for like 16, and Ben was about four minutes. Well, (laughs) at least he interjected something. (laughs) I put the story in there for that exact reason, so I can just let you go off on a rant. Well, you you got me fired up. Of course, and now you're fired up. It's your story. By the way, this is Ward's story that he picked for tonight. Absolutely. I have a tradition on the average Joe show of picking stories about Nazis. And this story is no different. Uh, There's a Florida court that's decided to pay for a neo-Nazis makeover. Apparently this uh, Florida court has agreed to pay $150 a day for a makeup artist to cover up a defendant's offensive tattoos throughout the trial. Right. So there's a skinhead who has all kinds of tattoos all over his body. He has a barbed wire across his head and an offensive explicative and a neo-Nazi symbol on his neck. All right. So they said when offensive when you have offensive tattoos, people are going to judge you. And it wouldn't be fair to judge him because the trial should, should be about the facts and not about the tattoos. Hmm. All right. Uh, does it say what he did? Oh, yeah. Uh, he uh, actually killed a, well, he went into this woman's house and uh, hacked up her son and hacked up uh, the uh, the boy's mother and uh, almost nearly killed her. And all because she has black friends. <laughs> the neo-Nazi thing then is part of the trial. Yeah. I mean, wh- what do you want to say? I mean, he's a skinhead. He's a known skinhead. You know, and now here's the thing. The, the jurors that go in know that they're paying 150 bucks a day for this jackass. And they already know he's a neo-Nazi. There's no way you can hide that. Even if you covered the tattoos up, all right, he's still a skinhead, and the prosecution is still going to come out and go, he's a skinhead. He's no. a known skinhead. 
you just know? wasting money. But tattoos also make the man, you know? It, it shows what kind of person you're dealing with. No, not really. Oh, why not? Show, I've, I, have, I have tattoos. Well, I have one tattoo. It doesn't really uh, affect uh, who I am. Uh, even no, it doesn't affect who you are, but it, it, but at the same time, if you have a tattoo, it's about something that you uh, that you approve of. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know, so say you have a uh, an apple tattoo. All mm-hmm. right, I like Max, so I'm going to have an apple tattoo. That's fine. All right, that doesn't mean I'm going to go kill anybody. When you have a neo-Nazi tattoo, you're saying, I don't like blacks, I don't like Mexicans, I don't like anybody who's not white and who's, you know, not of the Aryan race and blah, 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 blah. And when, I mean, that's part of who you are, especially when you get them on your neck and face. And in fact, I thought it was illegal to get tattoos on your face. Apparently, they've changed that ruling. No, that's... That's been for a couple of years that the people have been getting tattoos on their face. You'd be surprised where you can get tattoos now. Well, I knew Tyson had the the one on his face, but I thought he got that in prison. And you know, ooh. yeah, no, that that's that. too that's too big for you to get uh, something in prison. Um, most of the most of the prison tattoos uh, are small. Uh, what they actually do is they take um, ink pens and. Uh, jab it in with needles and stuff like that uh, into your skin. That's that's pretty much prison tattoos there. You know you know what I'm hearing here is that Ben has a tattoo and I think he got it in prison. No, I did not. That's where he got his little tattoo. The the bigger I, one he, he I only paid have one. I only have one. It's a it's actually a uh, dragon uh, on my left arm, which is pretty crappy because the artist was uh high medicated at the time of uh doing it which so I you got a stone dragon yeah pretty much a stone dragon it, it looks looks sort of like the uh uh mortal Kombat dragon but fucked up <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah I, I need to get it redone i just don't have the money to do it <laughs> five years it can do it so yeah oh jeez. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, there's not a whole lot more you can say about this, except, you know, why do we have to pay for this? Exactly. You know, these stories should come out, and the people of, uh, once again, it's Florida, so. Mm -hmm. If it's two of my criteria, it's it's a neo-Nazi story, and it's in Florida. Uh, I think this... My criteria is a little off, because, you know, most of these stories are coming out of Kansas tonight, but, uh, you know, you get... You get those people who are from usually who are messed up states are Florida and Wisconsin because you get the the hot ass freaking Floridians and then you get the cold ass Wisconsinites that like to wear cheese on their heads. Well, my thing is it doesn't matter where you are, if you're in Texas or wherever. I don't care. You should see this story and you should lose your freaking mind. Oh, yeah. This is your tax dollars. That are paying for this crap. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to get a free trial because he's got these tattoos on his face. Well, maybe if the genius would have had enough foresight to say, look, I'm a neo-Nazi. Let's not tattoo it on my fucking body. So I have culpable deniability. And that's culpable deniability, you assholes, because I know you don't understand what that means. That means you can deny it because it's not there. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you if you put on your you know your forehead, I'm going to kill people, and then you kill someone. You pretty much advertised who you are. Charles this, Manson is a good example. Well, Manson didn't do his until he was in jail, but oh uh, yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, he did that for effect. He's he's crazy as a shit house rat. But the, these morons here, you know, why are the people of Florida not standing up and arguing? You know, uh, apparently everybody in this country has taken the uh, taken it. I don't I don't I don't know what word I'm looking for. They they've become sheep. No one is willing to stand up for themselves and say, wait, this is wrong. Yeah. You know, our government doesn't run us. We run the government. They work for us. The oh, president yeah. of the United States works for us. We pay for him to jet all over the world and accept fucking Nobel Peace Prizes. Why can't he do what the fuck we want him to do? Because he knows better than us. He's smarter than us. Americans need to start standing up and saying, no, this is wrong. The yeah. people of Florida should be out in front of that courthouse protesting, carrying fl- signs in the whole nine yards. This is wrong. We don't need to, if he wants to be an asshole, he wants to commit crimes, he wants to do this, then that's on him. He set himself up. This is the, the, the tattoos on his face, on his neck, on whatever. That's who he is. That's the image he wants to portray. Let him portray it in front of the, the jury and see how, how well it does for him. Oh, yeah. And anybody who's been in a uh, been summoned for jury duty knows that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been I've been summoned twice. I never actually got to serve on it, but it just it, you get that mentality right right off the bat. You know, you're going to be looking at this guy, yes, and determining uh, whether or not you know he's guilty or not just by looking at him is not going to serve it, but you know, it does come into a factor. But it, it, it adds to it because that's how he sees himself. Yeah. He sees himself as a neo-Nazi. All right. He committed a crime, a, a, a white on black crime because of the fact that he's a neo-Nazi. It was white on white crime. Oh, but they have black friends, but I mean, it's, okay. It's a white on white crime because of black friends Yeah, or whatever. But, it, it's still, that's who he is. He is the jackass with the, the I hate blacks. Well, I, I don't even know what it is. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that I know because they said it's an ex- offensive explicative. So it might say, you know, fuck Jews or whatever. I don't know, but whatever it says, that's who he is. And, mm-hmm. and the person that he is, is the one that should be tried, not the guy in the makeup. And for them to say, yeah, we'll spend $150 a day. People, if anybody is listening in Florida, start raising hell. Go to go to uh, any of your representatives. Start an email campaign. Get your friends. Get together. Let's start making the government work for us. You're telling me that you couldn't find somebody that costs less than $150 a day to put makeup on this guy's tattoos? My point is, why would you? Well, that's the thing, too. Obvious. That's the obvious question number one. Well, the thing is, the lawyer can do it, too. All it is is go down to, what is that, Walgreens and pick yourself up some damn makeup. It'll cost you five bucks. Exactly. 
Get a can of spray paint. It costs you a buck. Oh, yeah, that's true. A couple spritzes. All right, it's covered up. Yeah, it'll, it'll stay like that for a few days, too. That's even cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. It's 89 cents, and you're, and you're good for, for a week. I'm just curious to see how long this damn trial goes on. Better yet, permanent marker. You know, the sad thing yeah, is just, – just make them little happy faces and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's funny. The jurors are getting paid shit for doing this trial, but this jackass you know, sucks up $150 a day in taxpayer money. So he can have his tattoos covered up. Exactly. When I served on jury duty, they gave me $11 for when eight I, hours. When I, I, I just got summed, it was like 20 something dollars for just being there for, I think I was there for probably like three or four hours. But if I was to stay on there, it was maybe like 30, 35, 40 for just, you know, being a juror. And that was, yeah, but big, they only pay you 10 a day in Pitts, in Pittsburgh. In the state yeah. of Pennsylvania, I only got ten bucks a day, it, and I only, it, luckily I only had to do one day. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You know, these jurors don't even get paid that much, and they got to sit back and see this jackass getting done up with a uh, hundred and fifty dollars worth of makeup. What's funny is, what, apparently, what they don't realize is you're being tried. Not by a jury of your peers. You're being tried by a jury who wasn't smart enough to get out of jury duty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know, you get what you deserve. Speaking of getting what you deserve, Columbus, Ohio, is a man named Kenneth Bri- uh, Byros. How was that for a segue? That's quick enough. I mean, it wasn't as good as the unfriend thing, but yeah. quick, quick and to the point. Uh, he's a condemned killer scheduled to be the first person in the U.S. put to death with a single drug injection. Apparently, Ohio has overhauled the procedure because there was a botched execution of a Rommel broom that was halted by the governor back in September. The uh, executioners tried to, you know, for two hours, tried to unsuccessfully find a usable vein to inject him with, painfully hitting bone and muscle as many as 18 needle pricks. Uh, apparently, they want to go to the one-dose... The one uh, one drug injection to end a five-year lawsuit that claims that Ohio's three drugs drug system could cause severe pain, and they're saying going in the the one the one injection thing you know can uh, take up to fifteen minutes to take effect as compared to the three injections which would only take five. Well, here's the thing: when basically what they're what that single injection does is an OD on an anesthesia. So you basically go to sleep and you don't wake up. It's a, a forced overdose that you don't wake up from. Um, I I don't – I think that they should just save the drugs, save the taxpayers' money and just hang the bastard because you could reuse the rope. That's true. But I, I have a question, okay? Do these fucking doctors – Know how to put a single thing in to squirt these motherfuckers with whatever drugs they're putting in them instead of sticking three needles in the goddamn guy? Or why don't you just stick one needle and have it attached to three different bags of or, you know, like when you go to the hospital, they they hang an IV. If you need something, they shoot it into the right into the to the. uh, To the IV there's a, that little thing there for the uh, injections. They just pop it right in there, you know, because they give them sodium pentothal to relax them. 
and to, so that they don't feel any pain. And then the next thing they hit them with is cyanide. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, whatever. Why don't you just hit them with the cyanide in the first place? Thank you. It should hurt. It should be painful. Yeah, they, they're getting the death penalty. They weren't getting the death penalty because they were nice fucking people. They're getting the death penalty because they killed someone. Well, it, in, in a grotesque manner. It's one of those PETA things or whatever the hell it is. It's it's cruelty to. They're going to die. Does it really fucking matter? That's well, true. no. Here's the thing. And it goes back to what we were talking about with Muhammad and all that other bullshit. It's the exact same thing. Everybody wants, oh, you got to be nice to him. He's going to die. So he, you have to be nice. To him. He's dying because he killed people. He's di- this guy uh, was sentenced for killing and dismembering a woman he met in a bar. He killed her and dismembered her. Now, why do you have to be nice to him? Why do you have to be nice to a terrorist who fucking attacked our country? Why do you have to be nice to a guy who's planting IED bombs on the side of the road and blowing up our soldiers? There's no reason for us to be nice to, to these assholes. There's yeah. no. Why do you have to be nice to a man that rips off a woman's arms? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think Corey picked all these stories because he knew I was just going to be totally insane by the end. By the end of the show, I'm just going to be slobbering and, and <laughs> wanting to – I'm going to have to go down and kick my dog. <laughs> I, you know, I did pick that story to, to also just to get you going. I mean so far, every story has been a war story. It, it, yeah. it's We're going to test my blood pressure. Let's see how I how long I can go before popping a vein. <laughs> And you're a big guy too, so uh, it won't take too long. No, it wouldn't. Not now, us skinny guys. Woo. <laughs> yeah, Ben will be the only one on the show left, and we'll both be dead in the corners. Oh, so you're calling yourself fat, Corey, huh? Yes, I am. I'm okay with being okay, fat. Okay, I'll, I'll stick with my 200 pounds then. Okay, you're still the skinniest one here. <laughs> I've been 200 pounds since high school. Ah, 200 pounds. Yeah, pretty much high school, you're right. I've been 200 pounds for about two, three years now. Yeah, about that. When I, when I worked for Burger King, I was like a 175 for the longest time. Dude, eat a sandwich or something. I, know. I do. The thing is, is I have body parts that weigh 200 pounds for crying out loud. When I was a kid, I used to freaking eat a whole pizza for dinner. And that was on a daily basis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get it. You're one of the guys I hated. I could, I could eat anything, and I would not <laughs> retain. Now, now when I moved jobs, when I switched jobs over to you know driving for a living, I'm I gained all the the poundage, and I I got pissed off. I was like, man, we're gaining weight. I finally got man boobs, although they're fat. But <laughs> oh, gee, yeah, you have that. Go, all right, so Ben. Into, the hole. All right, so Ben has a tattoo and man boobs. <laughs> yeah, that might know. be the title for the show. Ben's <laughs> got a got a tattoo and man boobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't even think about it, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not typing that, am I? <laughs> uh, you don't uh, gotta say Ben. Just call it. That, that's the name of the show. Tattoo and man boobs. You know it is. It already is. It's locked in. That'll be fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about talk about another story all see, right. if, see if this one will get my blood pressure going alright Ben this one's up to you 
Okay, going down under, way down under. Uh, a museum florist is facing charges after allegedly altering details uh, about her counterparts on Google Maps, authorities said. A 40-year-old woman decided to change, uh, apparently, addresses or something like that. I, I don't know. Google Google has this weird thing about businesses. You can register your own business to be placed on the map. And apparently, this woman registered too many of them and registered her competitors and now is facing a jail time, uh, facing up to seven years in prison, actually, uh, for this little thing that she did and I, I don't know i see it as it is a, a pain in the ass that you know you have to go through this and google should have vetted this a little bit more um i don't know what do you think ward i know you're waiting to get on this i, I think that, that it's wrong i think google should have not vetted it as much as google should be responsible for it yeah they shouldn't allow people to you know because of course if i have the option of you know, going in and, and placing my business there, I'm going to call my business, number one, I'd put it in with a space so that it would be ranked at the top. And then number two, I mean, you could put in whatever you wanted, you know, and especially if you get, and it's in a business where the other people that you're dealing with aren't technical people, you know, that don't know that you can put ads in Google or, you know, do anything through Google. Or even because I never heard that you could put ads or put your location in Google. I thought it just, you know, they for, did it. It's it's for businesses. Yeah, but I mean that that could. My point is, I didn't even know you could do that. So then, you know, other people that have businesses might not know that they can go in there and add it. And then when they go to add it, they find out that little Miss Kendra threw in something that said, "We have the shittiest flowers on the planet." Yeah. You know, so you're like, okay, uh, I don't see how that causes jail time. No. I mean, it, it might be a civil suit. I'll give it a civil suit. You know, she might have to pay some money back. I don't see where it, it's jail worthy, but maybe, you know, I don't know what the, the crime rate in New Zealand is either. So they might be, they might have a whole bunch of jails and nobody to put in them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And how much business did they really lose from this too? That's the thing. Uh, probably a lot. I think that you know Google has has the authority to be one of the biggest search engines out there, um, and it's. I would say, most people when they go and look for florists, because this is what this woman did. I don't think that you would actually go to Google to find out. Although you know, if you had like a, he, here in the U.S. for the, all the people who are in New Zealand or Australia. Or, off out seas, we have what's called the yellow book and uh that's where businesses and stuff like that go in the go in the book and it, where am i going with this shit i have no idea I, uh, yeah, I, I'm yeah there of, is i understand what the yellow pages just, are what, what do you mean I, by I, that i'm a little dazed because on the sidebar it's got lingerie football miami versus new york um <laughs> but uh you know it, it's it's just like that how you know you can you can go to Google and have Google be your phone book. And I, I think this is mainly what it's for. And it, it's, I, I guess what she was 
maybe attempting to do was try and bring business to herself by registering those locations with the phone number of her uh, her place. So, well, well, yeah, I mean, potentially that's what it is. But like I like I said before, is it a is it a I mean, it might be a, a civil crime. It might be a lie, you know, a liable thing. Is it wor- jail worthy? Is it worth her going to jail for? I think it's, I think it's, um, it, it all depends on the laws. I don't know the N- New Zealand laws. Um, but I think that she should at least get punished for it. Uh, yeah. Maybe- oh yeah. I'm not saying that what she did was right, but I'm saying that she should be fined and have to pay, you know, some kind of a restitution to the people that she screwed. Oh yeah. But I, I don't think it's jail worthy because if she goes to jail. They don't get any money at all. Well, and, and you know what the biggest punishment they should do to her? Delist her from Google Maps. <laughs> Delist her from Google, totally. Yeah, t- think of that. Hey, you fucked around on Google? Bye. Yeah. I mean, well, it's easy I, for it, Google to do. Oh, Jesus. But at the same time, I don't know how. You know, the penetration that Google has in the United States. I don't know if it if that extends to you know, I, you know, if they're going to allow people to go on there and just put their own crap in. I kind of wonder if the, you know, in New Zealand at least, if they don't have the kind of penetration that they do in the United States, because I haven't heard of any business in the U.S. that got to go in and say, you know, got to list themselves. They were listed automatically. Well, here's that's, the thing. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like they're they're needing the people to build the site. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I went to, you know, I Google Maps a florist in New York City because it's a big enough city. And they got all the floors, but I see reviews. I mean, she could have written bad reviews of these places, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a place where it says, you know, add your, you know, add your business. And even even then, if if, if I'm if I own a place, and I'm selling whatever, okay, I'm selling flowers, I'm gonna go to the, my competition and write a review and say they stink. The best place to go is, you know, that kind of thing. I can understand that, and it's an opinion. You can write opinions. That's legal. Uh-huh. When you get to the point where you're, you know, maybe changing their phone number to your phone number, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I see where that's bad. But, but, but I mean, how do you? I mean, how would she do that though? You would think if 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 they if you altered the details, I mean, yeah. But like like I said, this goes back to we don't understand how. Google is implemented in New Zealand. This is true. You know, we know how it works here, you know, and because of, you know, I'm sure that they just index phone books and, and whatnot to get all that information here. You don't know how they do things in, in, in uh, New Zealand, I almost said Australia. They're, they're very close and they're very similar, very nice places in the Pacific, but you don't know how they're, uh, how they actually index and, and fill out, the Google information for that country. Well, I just went to uh, google.co.nz, the New Zealand Google, and their Google Maps looks identical to ours. You know, the information I put in florists and you can write reviews and rate them, but I don't see, I see more info. I don't know if there's a... Well, you might, you may get the ability to add it if you're a business aha, owner. There is, aha, you go, you go in the map, you find more info and it says edit this place. There you go. All right. And I don't see how you can edit it. It, it just takes me to the map. 
But apparently there is a way to edit it. Maybe you have or to be maybe, Or maybe they did edit it. You know, they may have taken that functionality away after this case. Edit details. Let's see. And, but to see is you have to have a Google account to do this. I, I'm, I have to put in my password. <laughs> For the record, I am not editing anything here. So, uh, But I'm just going through the steps. Yeah, it, it pops up. You can change the name of the business, the address, the phone number, the website, everything. Hmm. Yeah, so it's the implementation that Google used in us, in New Zealand. So, I mean, it might be here too. I don't know. I didn't really go look in here. But apparently, you know, Google's, you know, letting the users control the information. And that's a little scary there when people use it for nefarious reasons. It's like a Wikipedia post. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, but but you know what? When I go when I go to you know when I go to Google Maps to look up something, I'm assuming that's information is correct, like well, the yellow pages. Well, don't you do the same thing when you go to Wikipedia? No, no. I, you don't. I don't. You don't assume that it's correct. I do, but I don't rely on it 100. percent No, but if, if you are going to review something and you say, okay, I need to find, uh, you know, about this woman or whatever, and you go to Wikipedia. You're not going to believe what you see? Because, I mean, really, there, there's – the thing with Wikipedia is it's there's there are some errors, but the community pretty much keeps that pretty tight. I mean, I've never seen anything that was so far off. You know, you get, you know, like uh, urban legend stories and stuff that are in there that, well, I heard from some guy who saw and, you know, that kind of thing. But for the most part, you don't see a whole lot of that in Wikipedia. I mean, it's fairly well pleased. So uh, it may be the same case where they're expecting, you know, Google opens it up in, in New Zealand, expecting the community to, to police it instead of having to have the police police it. Yeah, but, I, you know, I use Google Maps like I use the Yellow Pages. You know, to me, that address should be correct. That phone number should be correct. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But – if somebody has the ability to change, if you are the business owner, you know, I wouldn't change the address because that's dumb, but I might change the phone number to my phone number. This is true. I mean, you, you're right about that. And by the way, I did go to google.com in the US and I did look up an address in Google Maps and boom, you can change it here too. Mm. So I'm going to be looking at Google Maps a different way now. Yeah, that, that, that is a little weird. Yeah, well, we learned something new tonight. Yeah, but I think, like I said, I think that, that they're hoping that the community would police it. And, you know, if you know that, hey, this is a really good coffee shop, you know, put in, this is a really good coffee shop, you know, or, you know, I don't know. It, it, to me, it, it seems like it, what she did was wrong, but it's not worth, uh, it's not jail time worthy. It's... No. You know, it's a, a fine, you know, you have to pay restitution to these, you know, somebody's going to have to figure out how much money that these other florists lost because of this. And then she has to pay that restitution. I can fully understand. I'd be fully behind that. I don't understand, you know, any kind of jail time. That's just ridiculous. Because if she goes to jail, she's not going to be able to make any money to pay these people off. These, I'm sure these people would rather have restitution paid to them then nothing yeah she might learn her lesson and go to jail for did it say how long she would be in seven years in, in prison they'd probably rather her not go to prison and pay that restitution while you know 
while she's out. Definitely. Let's go on to the next story. Another story that actually is tattoo related. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of funny. Um, uh, in Burlington, Vermont, there was a father who decided he was going to commit a crime. Uh, he's the, uh, this guy's name's Jesse Fowler and he's a tattoo artist and he worked in a Vermont custom tattoo and piercing place. Uh, Police say Fowler broke into the business Wednesday morning, and when police found him there with heroin, cocaine, and his son, the six-year-old boy was wearing an adult T-shirt, underwear, socks, and shoes. Father is being held for lack of bail, and the boy is with his family. This jackass went to rob his former place of business and took his six-year-old. Now, what kind of a moron robs your – now, wait a minute. I just had a thought. What if he broke into the place? He knew that one of the other guys that worked there was a junkie or whatever. He breaks in just to steal this guy's heroin and coke. You know, he's figuring, you know, while I'm there, he shoots up, passes out, cops come. My my theory was that uh, he used the the guns that they have there for tattooing to shoot himself up with heroin. You know, that would be a pretty good high. Uh, yeah, but either way, I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you think about it, that's a pretty good, cool way to shoot up heroin. <laughs> but I don't see nothing in there that says that they found any money on him. You know, like he was in there stealing money. All they find, all it says is they find heroin, cocaine, and his son. It, it, you're the lowest life piece of crap ever. If you go to commit a crime and you take your kid with you, mm-hmm. you know what you. You know, I was trying to find a babysitter so I could go commit this crime. You know, it it was too early in the morning. I called around. I couldn't find me my normal babysitter. So I figured I'd just take, uh, take Junior with me. You know, he needs to see what it's like when he grows up. Uh, no comments? <laughs> obviously, obviously he's a junkie because, you know, you, you throw an adult shirt on your kid and say, okay, let's go road trip. Yeah, road trip. We're going to a tattoo place. I, I got to rob some cocaine and some heroin. Vermont right now is freaking cold as shit. Speaking of the weather again. Yeah, so I'm sure that it wasn't, wasn't warm. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. We got a breaking news story. They've already started filming a Tiger Woods porno movie. Tyler Knight is going to play the golfer. Caden Cross is going to play Elon Norgagen. And the name of the film? Tiger's Wood. Oh, that's so original. Yeah. It's a porno. What do you think? What do you think they were going to call it? You know, Dog Day Afternoon? No, it's, it's going to be Tiger's Wood. That's awesome. Jeez. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Okay, I, first of all, I want to know how, how the hell that popped up when you're talking about this other story. Uh, I, I can't tell a lie. If you go back to the... Uh, so the sidebar on the the uh, KSM, the the first story of the night uh-huh. under editor picks. It's the second one down. Well, the girl, the girl, the girl looks like uh, looks like the woman in question too. Yeah, I mean she really does. You look at the picture. Yeah, but the guy looks absolutely nothing like Tiger Woods. But it's a porno. What do you expect? Well, he looks like a black man. That's the thing. Yeah, with, with a Norwegian woman. 
that, which is as lily white as you can get. I, 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 I want to go on the record right now and say Tiger Woods is a racist. He only yeah. goes out with white women. He doesn't want to screw black women. Well, and that takes all the good women away from us. What's up with that? Like you got a shot with these chicks. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the only reason he got a shot with them is he got he's made of money. He wraps a twenty around his Johnson and says, "Hey, what do you think?" And he's half black. Exactly. Probably from the waist down. So he could probably wrap two twenties. <laughs> Lengthwise. <laughs> okay, Ward's been thinking this through too much. No, I, things like that come to me just very quickly. Um, uh, you know the show. I got synapses firing all over the place. It's just ridiculous. You know when when Corey did the show notes, I was surprised. Hmm, no sex stories. And then Ward had to throw one right in. Oh, the link will be there at AverageJoeShow.com, so don't worry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. Well, somebody got to make up. Corey's not getting us the, the the sex story, so I had to do something. So I, I didn't I didn't submit any because. The last ones I submitted were in, and they were sex stories. So I was like, okay, a little different here. You figured that, the, you know, I always think that Corey's going to come through with the sex story because, you know, he has all those porn sites bookmarked and stuff. Uh, so I figured they're always covered. So that's why I just look for the Nazi stories. <laughs> You're right, though. I didn't, you know what's sad is I didn't find any good sex stories this week. That's what pissed me off. I was like, son of a bitch. Well, yeah. I found I found one on the fly. How good am I? Jeez, Ward, you're 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 above and beyond this week. What's going on with you? I have no idea. I think because I just got done doing Penn show, uh, and I'm just all geeked, and it's just I'm, my my mind's running too fast, and it's like I'm saying things before I think about them, and God help me. Well, last story of the night is another story of a father son outing. Okay. Yeah. I think we covered this before on a previous episode of Average Joe Show, but I, I wanted to cover this again. And now it's this guy is from Topeka, Kansas. A Kansas man is convicted of battery. Uh, what he did was he put his foot out in front of a six-year-old child's big wheel and told him that he could not ride on the sidewalk and moved the big wheel into the street where the child should have been because the condominium condominium rules state that no bicycles are supposed to be on the sidewalk. And now he's being charged for, uh, let's see, battery, misdemeanor battery, and uh, physical causing physical conduct in the rude, in a rude, excuse me. Uh I have to say one thing about this. Okay, my little rant. Are parents getting to be so... Are parents beginning to be fucking pussies? That they have to be so sue happy? I mean, back in the 50s, if an old man hit you, you deserved it. Am I right, Ward? I wouldn't know about the 50s. I'm not well, quite that old. But yeah, you're right. I, I mean, but yeah. at the same time, what this guy did, if I was this kid's parent, I would be, there would be no law. I mean, the only time that there would be any court time would be me getting sued for 
assault and battery because I'd beat this cocksucker to death. He took my six-year-old, put him in the street, you know, on a big wheel. You know, that's the difference. I, I, I see it a little bit different way than Ward. I mean, I see it as, okay, you know... It's a condominium. I, I bet that street wasn't that busy. I mean, I've seen condominiums where, um, you know, very low traffic and stuff like that. I I don't know where this place was in Kansas and to be. But at the same time, you never. I, I don't care if if it's a if it's a fucking parking lot. You don't tell a six year old. That's true. To go, to go play in the street, because you you spend your entire the 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 well at least my kids. I spent my entire life until they were you know, 15, you know, 11 years old, tell them, you don't play in the fucking street. And I think I drilled into that in their head enough that when they got to be 14, 15, 16, I didn't have to tell them again. So yeah. they didn't play in the street. You don't take a six year old and say, go play in the street. Okay. Um, a little, a little different from my, my perspective. I mean, I, I see it as, okay, this, this old man, he's 54 years old and he, apparently left a bruise on the child's arm and somehow don't quite know how you can move a big wheel into the street and cause bodily harm. But, um, unless a kid got hit by a car, you know, that, that, that's different, but that this, this gentleman is facing, you know, jail time because of this little simple little thing. I mean, I see it as, you know, if, I I used to in my neighborhood if if somebody around my neighborhood was to see me doing something bad I was getting my butt beat from them or my my father either way I was going to get my butt beat Yeah and I totally agree with that and My my thing is if I was out on the street and somebody would tell me to do something that was wrong and I did it Who's at fault? You, you're telling a, a six-year-old kid. Yeah, the fact that, that the kid's marked up is is bad enough. But the fact that you took my six-year-old child and told him to go play in the fucking street, this guy would have a hell of a lot more than a lawsuit to deal with. Yeah, I, I sort of see it your I so I sort of see it your way. I mean, yeah, I could see the sidewalk being a little bit safer. Um in my neighborhood, I there were no cars around so I could play in the street. Um, so I, I do see it that way, but you know, yeah. But my question, did you play in the street when you were six? Oh yeah. I played in the street when I was six. Cause I know that I, was, you know, I, I, I would have never let my kids play in the street when they were six. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a word. Now, when you were a kid, you played around in the street, didn't you? Well, no, not when I was six. No, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because people nowadays, because I, I said this before, I live, I, I work near the University of Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. busy and around there. Yeah, and you got all these college students, and the thing that I've noticed the most about college students is they pay absolutely no attention to traffic. You know, one of the things that you always teach your kids is look both ways before you cross the street. Now, the future leaders of our country, the the people that are going to be lawyers and doctors and et cetera, 
can't look both ways before they cross the street and they walk into traffic constantly. Tell me about it. I drive through Chicago all the time. Exactly. And, and I, th- I to, uh, and I truly think that it's due to some sort of feeling of entitlement. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're entitled to just do whatever they want. They can walk across the street. They walk out in front of you. And if you stop and blow the horn, they give you this shitty look. Yeah. Whereas I blow the horn, shoot them the finger, and dare them to look at me. Oh, you, you don't you don't want to see me driving. <laughs> I, but, but my point is, when it, I'm it, driving, I have both middle fingers up. Yeah, but but the thing is, I'm, you know, I'm 40 years old, and I still look both ways before I cross the street. Yeah, because that was something that my parents taught me. When you before you cross the street, look both ways because you're going to get hit by a car. These people feel as though they're so goddamn entitled that they don't even have to look both ways. They just roll out into the street. And mm. then it's like, you know, and then and then they're shocked and they have these big, you know, re- memorial ceremonies and stuff because these morons walk out in front of buses. Yeah. And, they, and every year, and I think I've said this before on the show, every year we have a poll to see how long it's going to take a freshman to get hit by a bus. Because it happens every year. Without fail, every year someone dies because they can't walk across the damn street. Now, they don't now, look both now, ways. Does that poll begin at the first of the year? And then no. count how many days till it hit? No, it's, it goes from the first day of school. Oh, okay. And, the, and, it, and since we've been doing it, I've been working at my place for 11 years. In 11 years, it has not gone past seven days. Wow. In the first week of school, someone gets killed by a bus. Not, not hit, killed by a bus because they can't look both ways. Oh, man. I just want to know in this story here if the mother was actually could actually see the boy riding the bike up and down the sidewalk. Yeah, was she watching the kid? Because the story says that the boy's mother said that he kicked the front wheel of her son's big wheel. Is she going to take his his word for it, a six-year-old's word, or was she there watching the whole thing? She yeah. should be watching her child in the first place. Yeah, especially a six-year-old. Yeah, six-year-olds uh, don't know any better. No, and, and, and that was my point. You know, if the kid was 10, 11, and they said, look, you're not supposed to be riding your bicycle on the sidewalk, take it in the street, I, I wouldn't have said a word. Mm-hmm. But when you say it's a six-year-old on a freaking big wheel, and you tell him to get in the street, there's a problem. Yeah. And and I hate these cocksuckers. This, this jackass here, he's one of those guys that just walks up and down the complex trying to find any violations and reporting people for doing you know the tiniest things. Yeah, I do hate those people. And, and this is one of those guys. I'm like, sorry, a six-fucking-year-old on a big wheel. Yeah. There, the, there are people out there that actually, what they call uh, law trolls, they – they troll for anything. They're, they're. I have to say the trailer park trash mentality. Uh-huh. They have that thing of, oh, you're doing something wrong. I want to tell you know that that type of mentality, and you know they they don't re- they they bring it up every time and they keep you know looking for that type of stuff. Well, you, you know I, what I that say that he this this guy's probably one of those those people. You know what that reminds me of? Do you ever watch uh, Third Rock from the Sun when that was on? Yeah. Very rarely. Uh, 
did, did you remember the episode where they moved into the condominium and Sally became part of the uh, the condominium board? Yes, I do. I remember that one. That's what I was thinking about. You know, where they said, oh, you have a, a colorful uh, welcome mat. We can't have that, can we? Oh, you have wind chimes. They're so pretty. Put them in your drawer. Well, you know, and as, and whenever I hear anything like that, that's what I think of. And I think that that's ridiculous as well as this is. County um, minimum rules really suck. They can't well, allow, They don't allow you to do a lot of shit. There was just one. Uh, it was on Fox News last week. There, the did you see the one about the guy who wanted to put up a flagpole, and the landowners association or whatever the hell it was said no. Mm-hmm. And the guy put it up anyway, and they were going to sue him, and they were going to do all this stuff. The guy's 92 years old. He was a World War II vet. He won the Medal of Honor. He had taken out three, in the same day, taken out three German machine gun nests and killed three tanks with a bazooka. Mm-hmm. What, in the meantime, dragging one of his uh, injured uh, soldiers behind him to get him out of harm's way. This guy wants to put up an American flag. And these assholes in the, the zoning commission said, you can't put a pole up. He did anyway. Yeah. Well, and, and they finally, they finally gave in when they start getting national attention. But if they hadn't got national attention, you know, they would have actually tried to make the, I, I think this guy would have shot him. But he's a Medal of Honor winner. He he won the highest award given to any military person. You cannot get a higher award anywhere. Even Obama's uh, Nobel Peace Prize doesn't carry the weight that the Congressional Medal of Honor does. Nope. Mm-hmm. That is the best. You know, no matter who wears it, whatever your rank is, you get saluted. Period. Yes. If you're the lowest ranking man with no stripes on your arm and you have that, you get saluted. Yes. And because you, you, yeah, because no, nine times out of 10, in order to get that, you're dead. Yeah, really. Very few people are living to actually get that. I mean, really, if you look, if you look at the, the list of people that have won it that are still alive, it, it's, it's a very small list. But, mm-hmm. but the fact, you know, and, and I got the story up right now, and I'll put the link in averagejoeshow.com. These these associations are fucking Nazis. We're right back to Nazis again. You know, everything has to be done a certain way. You must follow our rules, or you you know, we will you know destroy you. And and the flags, you know, that's one thing. These associations should allow flagpoles to be up to 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 show your support for the country you live in. And like this man here, he served for. Oh, yeah. I can understand them saying, you know what, you can't fly the flag of Japan. I can understand them saying that. Or if you're going to fly the flag of Japan, you put the flag of the United States above it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, simple uh, protocol. You know, simple flag protocol. If that's observed, fine. Do what you want to do. But hey, I think they have to do that for if you want a state flag too. If you want a state flag, you must have an American flag above it. Exactly, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, yeah, the American flag always goes above any other flag. Period. Unless you're Barack Obama and you bow to the Saudi prince. Well, of course. Well, he's the ex- he doesn't even know what the White House looks like anyway. Yeah. Well, you realize while he was bowing to the Saudi prince, he was telling the American people to kiss his ass. You know, I, I did hear a rumor that uh, Barack Obama wanted to change the name of the White House to the Black House. 
Oh, why do we have you on the show? <laughs> it's a little joke. I'm sorry for 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 offending anybody. I'm sorry. You know, I, Ben, you're not allowed to do our podcast after doing your own podcast. That's that's a new rule. <laughs> okay. I've, I've just determined that that you're not allowed to do two podcasts in a day. Why? <laughs> Listen to him. He's making jokes that like are kind of obvious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, Ben. Okay, let's wrap up this week's show before it goes on a little longer because uh, I don't want to. Whoa, hear whoa, whoa! You, you also got to put the link up for that. Uh, we we need we have another link to. To what? Uh, the one that. Uh, it's in the sidebar of the Google Maps thing. Yeah. There is the the one that Ben was talking about, the lingerie bowl, Miami versus New York. Mm-hmm. It's a slideshow. We'll throw the link for that too because oh, yes, it's, it, it's beautiful. Here at the Average Joe Show, we believe in giving benefit to our audience, and because Corey obviously elected not to come up with a sex story, I provided not one but two sex stories for this evening, and one you can read, and the other one you can jerk off to. So we know what Ward's doing right now. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Ward. I don't want to hear it. No sound effects, please. That's why I muted the phone. <laughs> or Mike. Thank God you're not a screamer. So anyway, that wraps up this week's show here. You you know, I will definitely put all those links in the show notes this week. I want to thank Ward Miller for being here. Ward, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me at uh, ibotamac.com for with my show Max and Life. Uh, restaurantfoodfast.com is still hanging around. Um, we want to be doing a show, you know, soon, doing another episode soon, but we're just too lazy. And uh, I just did a guest spot on Ben's show, and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> More than enough, of course. So. Make sure you guys follow Ward and his exciting adventures on the World Wide Web. And, of course, we want to thank our guest hosts this week, Ben Straw. And, Ben, where are you online? Uh, you can find me at uh, benstechshow.com. Uh, you can also find me, if you are a Mac lover, at mactippodcast.com. And uh, Ward was mentioning uh, that we recorded a podcast. Uh, you can uh, you can listen to that episode at blog.techpodcast.com. Um, we did that for them, uh, for the TPN weekly. And, uh, where can we find you, Corey? Find me right here at averagejoshow.com where you'll find the links to everything we talked about, even stuff we didn't talk about apparently. And, uh, got slideshows of lingerie bowl, which, well, we did talk about it. Oh, we did. Ward talked about it. Ward has to bring up the sex stories tonight. Hey, Corey drops the ball. I pick it up and score. Better tell your wife. She better get ready for a little ward action later. Hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> what I, I I just got to sit and watch a couple more. The, no. go, go ahead, finish what you're doing. <laughs> you just kind of insulted your wife there, but <laughs> that's just wrong, man. That's she just... don't listen to this show, so I don't care. And, of course, uh, speaking of guest hosts, next week's uh, host will be Tyler Hurst again. Hopefully he'll talk about the squeal that he, he got many weeks ago, which we talked on the previous show he was on. If you want to be guest host on the show, just go to averagejoeshow.com slash guest for details on it. You can also shoot us an email at talk at com. what you like, what you don't like. You can leave comments on the website too. We also have a donate button out there. And I want to thank everybody for downloading this week's episode, spending a little of your bandwidth with us, and until next time, have a good one. 
Bye. 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 Bye.